The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to episode fucking 9 billion of Tired and Inspired with Yeah Boy, Yak Fox. What's going on? What's going on? Uh, as you can see today, we have another, we, we, we have another guest on. I have a guest on. And that guest is Mr. BBC himself, Mr. Lee Hawthorne. I'm well aware that all the guests I've had on so far have been male, and the majority of them have been white. That's only a problem if you see race and gender, unlike myself. I just see vessels with organs, which is also the name of my indie electro band, Vessels with Organs. Why do you listen to this podcast? Uh, how's your week going? Doesn't matter because I can't hear your replies. But uh, it's fucking weird, and I'm starting to get a bit bored of this whole thing now. To be honest, starting to get a bit bored of it. Getting a bit cabin fevery. Started rewatching Breaking Bad. Oh, more TV show, sh- more TV show chat. How boring. Breaking Bad's good though. Uh, heard the new Ariana Grande song. 3435, or rather the remix with some other people on it. Uh, Doja Cat and Megan the Stallion. But um, <laughs> I don't mind Ariana Grande. I don't mind Ariana Grande. And I've said before, I don't mind Justin Bieber either. Am I in the body of an 18 year old girl? Maybe. And this the, the when I first read the title thirty four thirty five, I was like, "That's an interesting song title," and I like interesting song titles, so I listened to it and I listened to it, and it became immediately apparent what the song's about. The uh, first line of the chorus, I can't sing it like Ariana Grande because I haven't got the voice of seven angels, but the first line, the lyric is, "Can you stay up all night?" Fuck me. Till the daylight, which, for starters, rhyming night and daylight is weak. Let's be keep it real here. But also, no, I can't, Ariana. I can give you three minutes tops, if you're lucky, on a good day. Uh, I know me limits, and I'm not going to lie to you. Um, at the very end of the song, like this, like the last chorus finishes, and then like immediately in the sort of like ad lib, like hidden in the background of the mix. She goes, I mean it want <laughs> means I want sixty nine with you. And it's like, yeah, Ariana, we know. We know. We're not dumb. We can do basic maths. I understand the concept of the song now. Jokes don't work very well when you have to explain them, you know what I mean? I mean you've just written a whole song based around the fact that you're eating healthy so your vagina doesn't taste like pennies and off milk. I can do basic maths and put Two and two together, not 35 and 34, okay? Means I want a 69. Also, who makes an entire song about 69 with someone? And who wants to stay up all night just to 69 with someone? That's 
That's a lot of commitment, is what I'm going to say about that. <laughs> Just have sex. Just have sex. It's less work. Anyways. <laughs> weird talking about sex, isn't it? Especially coming from a monster that is me. But it's weird, isn't it? Like, I feel... Like, literally, literally, sex is, like, the most natural thing ever. Like, literally, other than, like, breathing and eating and drinking water, I guess. It's, like, literally the basis of human na- hu- humans vessels with organs it's <laughs> it's literally the basis of that and, and still it's like i've never really talked to any of my friends openly about i don't suppose anybody really talks oh, do they i think girls do more than that's it. just cancelers just cancelers for saying that huge generalization about women i get they just get the impression that Girls talk about it, talk about it honestly more than boys do. Girls and boys, men and women, talk about it honestly more than men do. I feel like men always have to come off the victor, and that's not always the case, is it? Let's be honest, lads. It's not always good. It's not always good. And it's not always, there's often a problem. Whereas I feel like girls will just be like, oh yeah, he couldn't stay hard. <laughs> So and men will be like, no, 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 like I fucked it all night and I stayed up till daylight. <laughs> so you know, long story short, it's good that uh, that women are being sexual. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just cancelers right now. Just cancelers. <sighs> Anyways, uh, got a gig. Got a gig. Felt out. Came through strong. And I've got a gig in April on the internet, not live. You can't come see us, but that's good. That's good. I'll talk about that later, I guess. But for now, anyways, quick word from our sponsors. Then we have an interview slash chat with Mr. Lee Hawthorne of Twitter fame, let's say. No, he won't like that. But of BBC fame. BBC producing and Spark FM and his own sort of journalistic outputs. Uh, Joe Budden's number one fan. Joe Budden's only fan, I'm going to say. Joe Budden's only fan's number one fan. <laughs> Alright, enjoy this chat with Lee Hawthorne. Ever feel like your jokes aren't hitting anymore? Feel like your friends are asking you, what, a lot more? Then you might want to try... Speaking the fuck up. If I've asked you what, then I haven't heard you. Don't mumble like a cunt. Try talking loudly. Seriously, try it once in a while. Speak up. Use your chest. Talk louder. So what's what what you broadcasting now besides the YouTube stuff? I mean, I work in broadcasting, so I'm going to... All right, all right. I thought thought this was like an exclusive drop. (laughs) No, no, I'm definitely not going to be a presenter or anything. I'm very very happy doing social media and emails and stuff. Is that your your bag, the the more like admin sort of side of it all? Uh, Like, yeah, but not like, not the boring admin, the creative admin. (laughs) Uh, Right, yeah, yeah. See, I I like like to make... 
Sorry, sorry, go on. No. I was just going to say, I like to make the born admin creative, I guess. Right. That's my thing. Because I, I quite like social media. As, like, do, so do you like social media or do you like the stuff that you do on social media? Because there's, there's two different sides to it, it. Because the stuff you do for like, like uh, BBC intro and stuff is like really cool. And the, the, the little graphics you make for all the bands and artists that are on. And even like the little emoji quizzes stuff you do on Twitter and that is really cool. But there's also I'm, like the, there's also like the side of social media that's like, well, you know, <laughs> Trump getting kicked off Twitter and stuff, like that, you know. Well, the the Trump stuff is funny to a point. Well, yeah, it? well, it is. Yeah, I mean, my, my girlfriend's American, so it's horrible for her. Aye, but yeah. for us, it's kind kind of funny. <laughs> Aye, like so, I love social media as a job, but there are yeah. definitely times when. Uh, things happen where I wish it wasn't the job so I could come off social media but unfortunately right, yeah, yeah. I, I essentially have to be on it even uh, just to keep up with trends and whatnot if nothing yeah, else so it's sure. like so yeah but there are definitely times like as a human that I hate social media right yeah, yeah. Um, hi Lee hi Jack <laughs> I should preface that <laughs> do you want to tell the six people that have listened to this who you are um yeah, but I, I don't know how to describe myself. Uh, oh, anyway, I am, you, you're a big YouTuber, I know. You've got to be able to sell yourself on camera. I'm, I'm definitely not a big YouTuber. I've managed to get 100 <laughs> subscribers, which is lush, and I do genuinely like proper, proper buzzing about it. That's good. Uh, but, it's good to set yourself a little... That's what I did with the podcast, man. I thought, I was like, nobody's going to listen to this. And then within like three episodes, it got like 200 downloads. And I was like, that's pretty cool, actually. It's not a lot, but it's kind of cool. I think that's more than any podcast I've ever done. So, congrats. <laughs> I'm and I've done a lot. <laughs> yeah, what happened to the monthly month? But this is Lee Hawthorne, by the way. I've, I've already, uh, I see him introduce yourself and Gavin. But um, what happened to the monthly mumble podcast? Um, I think I happened. Um, oh, no. You seem well organized, Lee. You've got whiteboards and, and sticky notes. I do. I do, but I didn't at the time. Um, uh, it's it's less of an organisation thing. I think it was just more mental health stuff. To be honest, okay. I think uh, I think after e- I think before and after every episode, Max and Knight used to have to like deal with me saying, "Oh, I'm quitting. I'm not doing this anymore." <laughs> <laughs> and there was never like a real reason. It was just hating myself essentially. Uh, yeah. Thankfully, uh-huh. I'm all right and all that now. Um, but yeah, and I think there was just a kind of uh, my career was kind of picking up a bit as well. Uh, right. I don't remember time-wise, but I can't remember whether I'd started waiting for BBC around about that time or if it was doing more kind of stuff with Spark uh-huh. or whatever other jobs that I've had. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, I you, think it was you, kind of... You juggle jobs the same way I juggle creative endeavours, like rapper, stand-up comedian and whatever else, and then you're working for BBC and Spark and a fish shop and a YouTube and a independent and... I hate that you've just brought the fish up. up. I thought I'd left so, it behind. I left, I left last no. year. It's done. It didn't exist. It didn't happen. It, no, because it's the perfect, it's the perfect uh, metaphor, I guess, for like what, especially people in the Northeast do, is we're like really good at the creative side of stuff that we do and also work in a fish shop. Like It's the perfect like amalgamation of what life's like for a creative person. I remember uh, when I started working at Independent, uh, one of the lads told me that there was a rumour going around that I worked at a chip shop. <laughs> I was like, it's, it's, not, it's not a rumour. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It is. And then I remember telling, uh, you know, Gary from Squams? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're outside of Little Buildings, which is now, but it was Kaleidoscope then, uh, for Tipping Point Live Festival, I think it was. Right. And we were just kind of talking and stuff. It was like, do you really work in a chip shop? <laughs> it's not the sort of thing I'm going to make up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, he was, and he was like, oh, I just thought it was just so you said it'd be funny. And I was like, no. Like... <laughs> So, yes, I, I, to clear up all rumours, I, I did used to work in a chip shop, but thankfully yeah, left last year. So, Are yeah. you going to pay your dues, but you got to pay those dues? Yeah, for 11 years, apparently. But, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Um, so what So what? What made you get into like the like the media side of things as opposed to like the artist side of things? Or was, it, was that never a thing for you? Um, in any way musical at all? Or, or like, no. Um, I have like written lyrics and stuff like that before and you know when I was maybe 16, 17 maybe he's like recorded a couple of rap stuff but was nice. always like very aware that this is shit right okay like, well no, when you're that age I mean well there's some like prodigies I guess but when you're like 16 it should be pretty shit that's when you learn how to get better yeah but it was like it just wasn't good and also was kind of I'm very uh still even now like self-conscious and right, so okay. i could never like i would never i would never be able to release it and like tell me friends oh look i did a rap yeah like okay. as much as i proper respect like people like you who do it and are like great at it like i can't <laughs> picture a world in which i could start especially right. then like and, and even now like I, I definitely couldn't because i have like uh so there was a christmas cyber for obscene one uh, year obscene. Uh, and yeah um, so, so I did, a, I did a, a little verse for a, like a little freestyle cipher thing, and yeah. it, it wasn't. It, it was awful. Like lyrically, I still think it was like it was okay, and I got a wheel up from Nighty Bro, which is like <laughs> spot on. But it, but it, but it, like I, ca- I can't physically rap, right? So, uh, like between like rap I'm, control and all of that, like I'm uh, sure you got like a hot sixteen in your notes somewhere. I'm fairly confident you got it. Just, just in case the time ever comes. Well, that's the thing. I do like still like think of lyrics quite often, but it's yeah. always disses. So ah. and, it's al- and it's always disses to people that I like. Right. Yeah. Well, that, that's, so that's worrying, but okay, that's pretty funny. Yeah, but it's it's more like sort of like you know like name flips and stuff like that. And it's oh, just okay. stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. just stuff that I like. I think of, and I will occasionally write them down in case it's like. So if it's someone like say like Max Gavin or someone, like yeah. I'll text them it or something, or I'll like nice. tell them it when I see him. But other than that, like no, there's definitely no like I, I couldn't tell you what like even like a middle eight is or when oh, people right. talk about like core changes and stuff like that i'm like oh yeah maybe so that's <laughs> but, that's, that's interesting <laughs> because that's that's exactly the opposite of how but i mean i went to college and stuff for music and I, like I, obviously i'm a musician and stuff so but when i when i get like really uh into something i feel like i have to know everything about it so like i always use this example when people ask why i do like I play drums and I play guitar and I rap and I do comedy and that whatever. People ask us why I do so many things. Like when I was a kid, I used to be banging at dinosaurs because I'm a kid. So I used to walk around like a T-Rex, like on behind legs and that. And then, then like football took over my life as it still kind of does. But you know, when you're a kid, so I used to just, just wear football strips all the time and carry a football around with us all the time. So is that like, so you're like obviously banging the music and stuff, but you never even thought about like picking up the guitar or playing the piano or, so I did do guitar lessons at school for about a week and then really stupidly, uh, you know the pedestrian tunnel? Yeah. Uh, wait I there, wait. Um, like, you know where the time tunnel is? 
Yeah. So the time tunnel, like, I can oh, okay. practically, if trees weren't in the way, I could see the time tunnel right. from where it is. Oh, um, right, okay. And the pedestrian tunnel is, like, around the corner from it, essentially. Right. Uh, so it's, like, where you walk through rather than drive through. Yeah. Um, and they had these, I think they were the biggest wooden escalators in Europe or something like that. And the reason that I know that is because I fell down them. Oh, shit. Uh, and probably like I've still got, I've got a hole in my knee. That's like yeah. yeah. Uh, so that took us out of school for however long. So then I just uh, never picked it up uh, okay. afterwards. Right. And I wasn't very good at it afterwards either. Um, I, I I still remember like being in a class with you know um, Club Paradise the band. Yeah, I mean I don't I know I know the name I don't know the members. Ah, uh, so so like I went to school with them and Ryan who was the lead singer from them. I'm pretty sure we did like guitar lessons at the same time. Right, and it's just like imagine like if it had a flip. Yeah, but like he's been played on like Made in Chelsea and stuff like that. And uh, <laughs> gave up after a week. So uh, yeah, but you, I mean you're both doing well in your respective fields. So oh uh, yeah, like it's worked out all right in the end. But it's, yeah, yeah, it's just interesting. Like looking back, like how things could have been different and whatnot. But yeah, but no, uh, like as much as I did that, there's like there was never like any chance of me doing anything. That's a shame. I think that's a shame because you got a lot of well, no, because then you, I suppose you you, you use your um time and energy and learning about the industry more instead of trying to play ACDC songs or whatever. Yeah, like, my thing is is that there are too many shit musicians already. I don't need to be another one. <laughs> this sounds really harsh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you might but, have been good, but yeah, okay. I don't but I know that I wasn't. <laughs> Fair enough. So. But it's that you're always at gigs and stuff. You never just want to like. Do you ever want to grab the mic and try and host a show? Like that's what, that's what I feel. If I go to a gig, I'm always like, oh, I want to go on stage. Like just fucking grab the mic off them and just like start spitting my own lyrics. Are you never like I want to get it and be like, welcome to Spark FM or whatever. You know what? I I, I genuinely do, but nobody has ever asked us. Oh, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, so- I think you'd be a good, you'd be a good host, like a good like. M- MCs like like a whole like not like a bit of bit of wax out, bit of bit, but like an MC MC. I it's like it's it's always like surprises a little bit that I've never been asked because uh, back in the day when I was doing stuff with uh, Spark, uh, when I first started, it was Young Skeptic Presents was doing stuff at uh, Independent. Yeah. So Mark Tyers would put the nights on, and Young Skeptic would present it. Yeah. And then there was one week where I, I think I'd taken over the radio show by this point, and Young Skeptic couldn't make that one gig and rather right. than asking me uh that asked i think it was reality who was great to be fair yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. but then i think reality couldn't make it, and somebody else did and they still didn't ask me <laughs> and then there's been things i think you you hosted what was it whether you hosted was that phil flights Phil's, yeah 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 i was random i didn't think he'd ask me but he did so but you you are great at it to be fair and Thanks. to be fair i think if anybody should host nights it should be you actually because you are like you, you have that like comedic style and whatnot but you actually do also know the artist so it's like yeah, it works. Well, there's a few people that have actually asked us since then, but then obviously the fucking world fell apart and gigs. Yeah, on. but yeah, I mean that would, that would be pretty interesting. We should we should co-host it. We should be like you know those cheesy fucking radio presenters that are like weenie and butt in the morning. That should be me and you, like Fox and Hawthorne in the afternoon or whatever. The fuck. <laughs> um, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm too like. Uh... I don't know, unfunny to be <laughs> so funny. That's, they, I'll just yeah, you just be like the uh, the yeah. I'll just I'll just punch down on you constantly. We'll just <laughs> see how long you can take it for. You like you did that anyway, so yeah, I do. It all the I, time, I don't yeah. even be on stage for it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Shout out Lee Hawthorne's headphones. I felt yeah, yeah. attacked. Yeah. <laughs> That's your little trademark, though. Like fuck, like rappers have like all their chains and that. You've just got two little. Speaking of headphones, actually, right? What's your beef with AirPods? Oh, mate. They are an unnecessary flex of wealth. 
exactly. That's why I bought them. Why do you think I bought them? No, but you, you deserved you deserved being mugged. <laughs> no, I don't. Think, actually, right? No, no you right. don't. But I do think about it. <laughs> Oh, right, okay. When when the first came out, I was like, those are ridiculous. And then as time went on, I was like, actually, I think they're quite cool. I might get some. And I got some. And now that I have them, I actually do quite like them. But the, you are paying for convenience. There's no other. That's all. That's all they're good for, really. Swapping between like your MacBook and the iPhone is like the only real thing that you're paying for. I know what. No wires. No wires is pretty cool. But you know what? I, like, don't get us wrong. All of that is great. But then you lose one. What happens? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, I mean, I haven't been out the house with them really, so it's when I'm like on a mega bus at two in the morning coming home from Glasgow when I lose one, then I go fucking goddamn. But now that I'm just in the house all the time. It's all oh. right. So I think that's my thing. If if you have them just in the comfort of your own home, that's sound. But if right. I see you in public wearing them, I have definitely thought about mugging you. As... <laughs> <laughs> and don't get us wrong, I would never do that. I'm a nice man. I've never even been in a proper fight in the adult life. Like, yeah, so you're it's not, never going to happen. Like the mugging type, and plus, no. I but, mean, you're not. It's not exactly like it would be difficult to find. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like whatever. But but Foxbox. Look, I mean, that's what you. That's what you're that, that looks cool. That's what you're paying for. But if if I see you at a gig wearing them, <laughs> I'm gonna think about mugging you. Right, right, that's all it is. It's just unnecessary. Why did you get mugged by Lee Hawford? Um, anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> I just think it's just let people live, man. I'm like, yes, but I'm going to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Um, what's your hard on with Joe Budden? Sell, sell Joe Budden to me. I quite like him, but I'm not as uh, clued up as you You are. know what? So when I was saying before about not necessarily knowing like the technical aspects of music and whatnot, <laughs> right? So like all of my musical taste is purely like essentially off like feeling and like like connecting to an artist. Yeah, so well, that's that's how it's supposed to be. Sorry, I keep interrupting you because I'm a bad no. podcast host, but <laughs> that's how it should be, though, really. Like, yeah, um, and so like all of like I can't necessarily convince you to like Joe Budden because you might not necessarily have the same experiences and all that sort of thing and i don't certainly don't have any experience of like snorting angel dust or anything like that <laughs> but uh there is something about uh his music and especially i think timing as well is always a great thing with music as well true and it's like so when i was like kind of first i, I <laughs> talking about depression is mad isn't it but um when i kind of first sort of feeling like i was actually depressed so i feel like i've been for a while uh-huh. but it was like when i was around like kind of 18 17 kind of times and that was when, just after that, no, just before that, Joe Budden and Slaughterhouse had signed Eminem. Right. So I kind of just started discovering them. So I'd heard, like, Pump It Up and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, but then A Loose Quarter came out and really loved it. And I'd heard Moon Music 4.5, which is the mix that, like, really, like, hit a spot for me. Uh-huh. So I think just the way that he kind of is able to, like, translate emotion and feelings and experiences of that sort of sort. Yeah, it really just made a connection with me, and since then, like, yeah, I'm obsessed. That's cool, man. That's cool, man. It's good. I, I like. I, um, I guess I kind of feel the same way about like a like a Lloyd Banks or something from G Unit. Mm-hmm. So obviously, like Fifty Cent was like the biggest thing on the in the world when he first came out, and then when he brought G Unit along with them, all that mixtape running stuff really really got me. Um, so are you, are you so Joe Budden? He has like fully retired, as he? he's not doing like a Jay Z, and he's not putting out an album in two years' time or whatever. So they've like so obviously I listen to his podcast that he does right. uh, twice weekly for seven hours a week, kind of thing. Um, 
<laughs> which is mad. But yeah. um, they have kind of spoke about how he does now and again get the feeling of doing, and they did, I think, on the last, a couple of podcasts ago, said that he had plans to do an EP, but then they scrapped it. Oh. So, like, I think, so he has retired now for, I think it's, like, two, three years since he released the last album. Right. Uh, so, like, he is retired, but I think there is always that chance that he might come out at some point. But I think he's making so much money from being whatever he is these days. Yeah, yeah. That, like, there is no, like, uh, incentive to for him from what he yeah. says. So. I just I just feel like now, like, obviously, the, the Eminem, is my microphone lowering down here. Sorry if you can hear that on the thing. Um, I feel like when, like when Slaughterhouse and that got signed, and then when what was the album called? The released? I should know this probably. Uh, welcome to our house. Yeah, welcome. To, yeah, thought. Um, like I just, I feel like I got a bit of a bad rap in the rap world. No pun intended. It was a bad album. Yeah, well, yeah, but <laughs> so, yeah, but it, but it was like the hype around it was meant to be like, oh, it's going to be fucking sick or whatever, and it was kind of mm-hmm. didn't really meet your expectations. And then when Joe Budden like sacked it off and that, and then since then, what he's become, I feel like he could just go indie and just do his own thing. And if he wants to release an e- EP, and he should be able to. That's how I feel. I uh, like. I, I think. That well, so. <laughs> I mean, I would say I don't, but I feel like I do. So right, yeah, of course. <laughs> well, you do it when it's your favorite artist. You do feel like you know them by a personal level. Uh, but even then, because he's done this podcast for five years now, I think it is. So, like, when you hear about someone's life for seven hours a week for nearly five years, yeah, you you probably do know them quite a lot. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. Actually. Which is worrying on a like serious level, but yeah, it is a little bit. But it's like that's just, this is the this is the medium now, isn't it? Like, um, I see, I, I watch stuff like on YouTube, like strategies about how to expand your not brand, but like like as a as an artist and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's a lot of people say like like do you know Damien Keys? Uh, yes, I think I follow him on Instagram. I think. Yeah. I, I watch a lot of, a lot of his videos. He he says that when like artists that back in the day, like like I'm talking like Frank Sinatra days, used to be like untouchable. Like you couldn't get near Frank Sinatra. You saw him once in a blue moon or on a, in a movie or anything. And now it's the opposite where everybody has Instagram. You get to look at their life. You feel like you're a friend of theirs. So, so I mean, I, I understand what you mean though. You feel like you know Joe Budden, but we had to think that like, I've got this, I don't know if you can see like this cardboard cutout. Chance yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I see this guy, like when I, the first thing I see when I wake up in the morning is at the bottom of my bed. But this guy doesn't know who I am. Like how weird is that? Like I've got, like, this, but he's like such a big part of my life. But the guy doesn't know who I am. It's quite impressive. Have you never had like any interactions at all? Uh, no, I, I have once or twice tweeted, got a tweet back from Flea, the basis from the Chili Peppers, mm. but it doesn't re- revolve around the Chad Smith cardboard card. Oh God. Uh. Um, what else? What else was I going to ask you? What else was I going to ask you? Don't so you, you, you watched or have watched Power, right? <laughs> yeah. Just go, I just want to completely change the topic <laughs> instead of talking about music all the time. <laughs> Are you watching book two? No, not yet. At least anyway. Right. Well, it's just finished. So if you wanted to binge it, you can binge it. But what? What did you think of the uh, spoilers? If anybody that's in the middle of watching Power, whatever. What did you think of the end of it? Um, it's really hard. <laughs> I don't think it was as bad as most people. In that, I think it was bad, but it, it had its value still. Right, as okay. in, like everybody still wanted to watch it to find out how it ended. So it wasn't so bad that it put people off. Yeah. Um, okay. And I wasn't 
so mad at the ending kind of thing yet right. uh, depending on what happens in the kind of the sequels and the many uh, other I'm, I'm annoyed that you haven't watched book two yet because it, it just finished on like sunday just gone i'm giving away what what date we're recording this on but it's just, it just finished mm-hmm. and uh oh, i can't say anything now but um no no the last season was bad of power the last season was bad because <laughs> it, yeah, it was good it was good the first how many seasons was there five six five five I th- I, well i think six but it was like five and then they did part b of five and oh was... see what i mean fuck's sake um because it was no, good, it, it, yeah but it was good because it was only meant to last one series so like yeah like it was never going to be that great so i think they did what they could with what they had and yeah, yeah. and i think that like if we should have seen the signs when 50 came back like oh god yeah like that, that happened in series two or something didn't it? so like <laughs> we, like by series five like we can't hold them to that high of a standard yeah that's true like, and don't get us wrong when people were like comparing it to the wire and stuff like that which i haven't actually watched but I, I, like oh fair <laughs> I, was, I was expecting to get like really heavily judged no, there no, sorry. Uh, we definitely are um, <laughs> but yeah when people are comparing it like things like that like I always knew, oh, that's probably too far. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that first series is like golden. But it was it yeah. was never like that great after that anyway. So I think by series five, it was like, I'm watching this now because I am invested. Yeah. Not because I think it's good. So, yeah, good point. Good point. But it's it's but I don't I don't know if you do. I might imagine you do because you clued up on social media and stuff. Whenever you're watching a show, I'm always like as soon as it finishes straight on Twitter to look at the hashtags and see what people are saying about it. Yeah, like and I think that's actually the thing that ruined power more than anything. Because oh, really? I don't think I because I don't think it was as bad as people make out, because I think it, it just got caught up in that Twitter hype train of once right. like, there's a trend of like oh this is awful. Because there were a few like great episodes, like the Kendrick episode and stuff like that. Yeah. And there was an episode, I think any episode where Tommy was like the main person in it, I, I right. really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, but then other than that, it was pretty bad. But I still think that like Twitter made it worse. But it also did make it better when it started. So like, Right, yeah. No, yeah, it's a, it's a funny old thing, isn't it? But I think there's like five spin-offs and it's like, all right, man. <laughs> all right, man. I know he's never been like the... the um, the most subtle of guys has 50 cents. But <laughs> fucking hell. Not like beating a fucking dog with a dead or what's the phrase? I don't know. Dead horse or something. I don't know what the fuck. I'm pretty good at English. Dog with a stick or something, isn't it? I fucking some bullshit. I don't know. It's, 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 what what is the, the Power Book 2 like? Like, is it really bad, but you're just watching it because it's there? Or is it like worth watching? Same thing, really. Um, in that. It's pretty bad, but I just need to know what happens. And I, I won't say what what happens, but the the roundup this season quite well, and it's been renewed for another season. So it's like, what are they gonna? And, and so they're doing more than one series on each of the sequels. On on this on well, th- this first spinoff's like Tariq spinoff. Yeah, yeah, but they're going to do more than one series on each because I yeah. thought this was just going to be like finishing off by doing with each character kind of thing. No, Sa- they're, they're, same, they're going but yeah. For so there's going to be like oh, a wow. season two Power Book two, and they, oh, I don't know if you've seen the doing uh, like Kanan's backstory. Now is like yeah. the next one, mm-hmm. and I don't know who the other ones. And Tommy's got one. Would be on Tommy, yeah. But 
Yeah, like no, I think I think in that case, I don't think I'm going to bother watching because I can't. It's like, too, I can't it's get it too it. much, man. It's too much. But but like I, I I did on well, we're in lockdown for a start, so it's like all right, I'm looking for things to watch and things to occupy my time. And I watched like the first two episodes, and I was like, I'm just going to watch it because what else have I got to do? And it's it's at the point now where it is bad enough where I'm like, it's kind of funny to be, to be honest. It's so ridiculous that I'd say, all right, I'm going to watch it. Mary J. Blige is in it, and she's awesome, yeah. and she's like, on some of my favourite songs ever, but she can't act. She really can't act. She's only there because she's Mary J. Blige, and it's like, all right, man, it's just not... It's so bad. Do you not, like, just watch other things, though? Because, like, so I, I haven't watched it mo- mostly because it's not on Netflix, essentially. But yeah, Netflix well, true, has yeah. so much great stuff that, like, yeah. you, you, you could go and watch, like, Tiny Pretty Things, whatever it's called, and uh, Queen's Netflix, Gambit. And I haven't seen Queen's Gambit either. See, like, if you've watched Power Book 2, oh, okay. you need to watch Queen's Gambit. Why like, is it much better? <laughs> I, I imagine so. Is it's, it a film or is it a series? Queen's Gambit? It's a series, yeah. Okay. Uh, but it's like really good. It's like kind of a slow to start with. So like the first, like I think the first episode is really good, and then there's like second and third ones you've got to kind of go with, oh, and then okay. after that it's like really good. Ooh, I know it's about chess, and that's about all I know about it. But obviously, I see loads of people talking. I'm one of those dickheads that like I see loads of people talking about. It. I'm like, I'm not fucking watching that. Watching oh, same, this. same. Right. <laughs> I, I I haven't watched like Game of Thrones or yeah, no, same. Uh, I waited to watch Breaking Bad and then hated same. it. Same. Oh, you hated it. Oh. Hated it. I didn't finish it anyway. Uh, I got through about, I think, halfway through season three, and then was just like, this is the same two episodes repeated for a series. Wow, I've never seen anybody say that about Breaking Bad. It is so cyclical. It's unbelievable. I think it's good, though. Like it's Even in the way like it's shot, it's very unique. I, I guess in that sense, but I think like <laughs> just as far as a story goes, like right. the story is literally, what's his name? Uh Jesse, is that his name? Is that yeah. Uh, uh, does something wrong. And then Hank, I want to say, is it Hank? Or have I just completely picked a name? What's his name? What's um, Heisenberg's real name? Walter White. Walter, that's the one. Hank, <laughs> Close enough. Hank's the uh, policeman, isn't he? Right, okay. So, so, like, Walter will fix that mistake, and then Hank will maybe, like, nearly catch them kind of thing. And right, it's the okay. same thing repeated yeah. every two episodes, and then repeated for another two episodes, and then repeated, and then repeated until you've got a series. And it's like, it's just the same thing happening over and over again. I hate it. Well, you're wrong, but I appreciate your views, anyways. <laughs> so, what's, what's, what's your favorite TV show then? I appreciate, I appreciate that, this, that this podcast is now turning turned into a TV show podcast considering the last episode of Just Always Just Got the Sopranos but um, oh, you've asked us a really awkward question because my answer would normally be House of Cards right. uh, the whole Kevin Spacey thing kind of threw that off and then the last series kind of threw it off as well right. uh, so I don't actually know my answer to that question I you really still like House of Cards. It, Kevin Spacey doesn't play Kevin Spacey in House of Cards. He plays. A, he's a very good actor, and he's he, he, no, he kind of does play Kevin Spacey. Oh, okay. <laughs> like as it, as in, he's a very creepy man in House of Cards. Oh. So it's kind of a bit. It's a bit too on the bone. Like, and it already was a pretty dark show anyway. So have, have you watched right. it? You oh. oh no! Well, I'm going to spoil the first like scene. Oh, <laughs> uh, you can, but probably not going to watch it, let's be honest. Okay, well, but for other people. Um, okay. So the first scene, he kills a dog. Oh, well. So that's, that's like nice. sets the tone of right. being awful human, essentially. Right, but I, okay. loved, I loved that about it because it was like a film. Right, uh, a sure. But, but now that it's become like 
almost a reality of him being like a bit of a sicko, yeah, <laughs> to say the least. Right. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not comfortable watching it as much as it's great. It's it's not good right. to watch anymore. Um, yeah. So I think the answer would probably be Shit's Creek. It's probably my favorite at this. Oh, point. okay. I see a lot of people talking about that. Another thing you haven't watched? No, I no, yeah, oh, I, don't. I, I I love you, you know, because I <laughs> my I did a degree in film and media, and to my knowledge, I'm the worst person for film and media because I don't <laughs> right, watch yeah, anything that like, I haven't watched any of the classic things everyone says that you need to watch. Uh-huh. But you are worse, and that makes me feel good. Yeah, yeah, I I, I like what I like, and I'm sticking to that. And yeah, I, I, is Shit's Creek on Netflix? I see loads of people talking about it. Loads of people say it's really good. Yeah, and it has finished now, so it's like worth like a binge. Oh, okay. Um, and I think it's only I think it's quite short episodes as well, so it's like one of them where you can like kind of go through it quite quickly. Uh-huh. Is it a comedy series? It is, isn't it? Yeah, comedy um, drama, something. Yeah, maybe's then. Maybe that's next on the list. I want to watch that uh, history of swearing on Netflix. That seems pretty fun. Never heard of it. It's Nicolas Cage just talking about swear words for like an hour or something. See, that's not my bug. Like, <laughs> Nicholas Cage, I get it's a meme and all that sort of thing, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I want to watch something that's like actually worth watching okay. and not just for the memes. Like, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> Surprising going from a social media guy, but that's fair enough. Um, what else we got? What else we got? What else we got? What else we got? Would you ever manage someone? Yes, but uh, not for a while. I've learned from many mistakes of doing it in the past that. I don't fancy doing it again too soon. Have you, did you, have you previously managed uh, someone? Uh, yeah. Um, so my first experience of it was a rapper from Detroit. Um, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> exactly. So you can see where the first mistake was there. <laughs> so uh, when I was like more like doing blogging and stuff, um, I used to write for a magazine in Detroit. Uh, that was like my first paid media work, nice. uh, which was like, yeah, really nice. And so I met a rapper from, uh, from there called Acapella just online. Um, I kind of premiered a few of these things on like my SoundCloud and stuff like that, as you That's do back cool. in the day. Um, and then it was like, oh, uh, I can't remember who, but it was like, oh, we should like work together kind of thing. And then once I kind of worked out what a manager actually was, it was like, I kind of do this job. Yeah. Um, and then a little bit more realistically, but again, not really. Uh, Station Breeze, uh, the Great and the Magnificent. Yeah. Uh, so I managed them. Uh, it was essentially an organic sort of thing where I don't think I ever agreed to be the manager. I just helped with a bit of PR stuff, and then it was, "Oh, will you email uh, like Think Tank and stuff to get with you like support slots?" Right. Okay. Did that quite successfully, and then, but then once it became a management thing, it was like mm, I, I still don't know what I'm doing. Right. Uh, so, yeah, so as much as I did, like, relatively well as far as PR goes, I think, I was not a good manager, so. That's good that you know, that you know your limits, I guess, for now. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know my limits, so I've learned from mistakes, I guess. So yeah. I, I definitely do want to, and there's definitely been, like, artists that uh, had timing and not working at BBC be the thing, then I probably would have. Um, I do actually have... A, social media accounts like locked in for a record label that I would do want to start one day. Um, That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Jump the gun and get all the names and everything. (laughs) Or who was it? Somebody. So I do this thing quite a lot where I just, I like own or whatever, a load of social media names. And there was (laughs) some, somebody quite famous deleted their account. And 
I went to oh Stormzy. Stormzy deleted their account. Uh, so, so, and and I, I tried to get his account and couldn't. Uh, that's a shame. It's four. So I do that every now and again. So if, if yeah. this is big, like, so like say Trump's account, I was about to say, yeah, it's, rather than suspended, it's I might try to get his account. It's time to get real Donald Trump and then just promo BBC <laughs> stuff through it. It'd be great. I mean, I'm definitely getting sacked for that. But I might just promo, <laughs> promo my YouTube for it. And then, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> so yeah, I'm sad like that. And I just like search certain names. So like if something like means something to us, so like the record label, if people want to just follow the account anyway, is Arish Records. Okay. Uh, so like just because I like that name and it might never do anything with it. Yeah. I just wanted to have that in case it does become a thing kind of thing. Yeah, so I do sure. that quite a lot. There's, there's a podcast name that I've got locked in. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, was my next. Oh, was my next question actually. Like, what's the uh, so with the with the YouTube stuff you're doing at the minute? What is like the the end goal to be a YouTuber or start like a podcast or? Uh, not really. It's like there isn't necessarily an end goal. Uh, it's more that because of the all the things that I do for BBC and independent and whatnot is very much like behind the scenes and like admin sort of stuff. I just wanted like an outlet where it was me and me uh-huh. doing something and. I just love talking to artists and being nosy and letting, getting to know what they're doing and whatnot sure. uh, and giving them a platform, I guess, as much as my platform isn't so big, hopefully, maybe it will be. Uh-huh. Uh, so there isn't necessarily a goal. It's more of a hobby that might turn into something, yeah. uh, which is usually how everything, so like that's how blogging started, how radio started. So yeah, Tell just me, yeah. the same. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's important to be patient as well with it. Like That's something that I've learned over the last... And a couple of years is um, because everything's so like instant on social media and that it's easy to start like a YouTube channel or a blog or like, a podcast and be like, I want to be have a million subscribers right now. And it's like, that's not, that's not how it works. Like, you gotta, you gotta like grow in it, which is difficult, but it's all part of the journey. Like, you like, you like celebrate the small wins, like hitting 100 subscribers or 200 downloads is like something to celebrate, it really, when you think about it. Yeah, it, it's it's made us feel like when I first started again because. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I remember like sharing on Facebook and stuff about like the first 10 people that read me blog, first 100 people, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And it got to a point after a few years where I would be disappointed if something got like less than a thousand views on a blog post kind of thing. Right. And it uh, like really ruins it a bit for you because then it is, it's, you're not doing it because you enjoy it. You're doing something because you want to get the kind of the traction and all that sort of thing. So like even like stuff for like, BBC, so although introducing is a bit different where we're, we're meant to champion kind of new artists and whatnot, there is still something about, oh, that social media post didn't get like a thousand people reached. It's like, yeah, so sure. we get more kind of thing. Yeah. Um, whereas the YouTube definitely now feels more like something that is kind of starting it from, I've had it for a few years, the channel where I've done like Spark with the Mics and whatnot. Uh-huh. Uh, but starting essentially from the bottom again has felt really nice. Yeah. And so to get like a hundred subscribers feels like a big deal to get 50-ish consistent views on videos isn't like a great amount but it's in fact that is what it's more about for me though is the consistency as long as it's like that a number keeps up and there isn't a yeah. video that gets like five after that yeah yeah, it's yeah. Like, absolutely yeah, like I, I don't want one video to get a million views as much as it'd be nice and money like sure. i would rather have like a load of videos get the same views yeah so I, it's, I guess it's, that's the goal yeah, it's that it's that age old thing for like artists as well, where we say, would you rather, would you rather play to ten thousand people who are kind of watching you, or like 
a thousand people that know every word every song uh, that's, that's big numbers but if you're being realistic like would you rather play like a thousand people that kind of know your song or like a hundred people that know every word love you like you'd definitely rather play to a hundred people who absolutely love you than yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um I've been like really obsessed recently with the idea of like the middle class musician. All right. Which is like the artists who aren't charting or aren't like global superstars, aren't like the Rihanna's, the Drake's, the Beyonce's. Uh-huh. But are like the artists who are making a living like quietly off of music. Right, yeah. Uh who are like yeah. touring, doing like quite nice tours, but aren't like doing arenas. Yeah. And, like, yeah. That's all. and I, I think that must be like the real goal because nobody wants to like be well, I guess some people do, but nobody really wants to be like the superstars that like you can't leave your house and yeah, all that sort of so thing. Yeah, so in touch with reality. Yeah, I uh, like, but it must be nice to just like make a, a nice living. Yeah, I mean, I'll be so sick, man. You can't even think like how cool. I like to play like academy sized venues around the country. Yeah, would be like <laughs> I'm emotional. Now, I'm not really getting emotional, but like it just. Oh, it'd just be so cool. Like like you say, like to to be like stadium size level would would the pressure I think would just weigh you down. Like mm. having twenty thousand people come and see you every night. It's like fucking hell, all right, man. But just have that little group of people that are waiting for like autographs and selfies outside the academy and that would be so cool. Uh, I would much like even for like ego purposes, which I think everybody well, there's not people who know me know that I have. Uh <laughs> Like for me, that connection and actually seeing people who want your autograph rather than having like screams would be better right. as well. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. What's uh, speaking of your ego? Oh, <laughs> what's the no, no, that's nothing bad. What, what's the origins of like Lego and Lee BC and come down with Lee? Is is it who who came up with those or what is it is that because I'll because the bassist in Hive Mind is called James but we call him Jim mm-hmm. so he gets like the real Jim Shady or Jim Kardashian or Jim Nice but Dim etc etc and I fucking think that's the funniest shit to me his stupid really stupid stuff like that so I think come down with Lee's genius to be honest I mean thank you because I came up with that specific one. Nice. Uh but I guess it's that's like having a name that is literally Lee, the most yeah. rhymable name of all time. Right. Like, yeah. In primary school there was like a song that was like yeah, uh my sister calls us Lee P. Uh <laughs> like yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Like and then kinda I guess more recently, uh the group chat would like, I guess, sort of stuff like James. Uh, so, like, when we were like doing like clubs and stuff on FIFA, it would be De- <laughs> Delhi Ali was like the the main one, I guess. And there was yeah. like stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so, I guess I just learned to embrace it after twenty six years. Um, so, yeah, I think it's really sad to say, but I think Lee BC was me as well. I don't think anybody else said that. Right, yeah, yeah, that's good. One. Actually, I think somebody might have said BB Lee, and then I flipped it because. Are more important, which is yeah. the ego. <laughs> no, I think I think Lee BC. I think sounds better than BB Lee because BB Lee just sounds like a a BB gun. I or like a like a BB. So it sounds like a, a rapper from like South Dakota or something. I don't know BB Lee. Yeah, yeah. Like I think it sounds better as well. But yet everybody gets it wrong. So sure, yeah. Sure. It's about to happen. It? Long may it continue. To be honest. No. Uh, so so we're, we're fresh off the heels of the, the top tips for 2021. Although when this comes out, it won't be so fresh. But who, whatever, who gives a fuck? Um, <laughs> what? Do, so, so do you do you pick those? Are you and Nick, or is like the whole team 
Pick those. Uh, so it's me and Nick, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, Nick gets the final say. Um, I will kind of create maybe, like, a long list kind of thing um, right. and just kind of go through, and then Nick will say, oh, you need to add this person to the list, and that sort of thing. Sure. Uh, sure. So, again, it's kind of, like, me doing the admin sort of bits, uh-huh. and then Nick kind of getting the final say, I guess. is. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't want to go too, too inside a baseball, if you don't want to. I'm going to fucking, honestly, mate, my fucking allergies and my nose... <laughs> It's just for a guy that does most most of these things, talking or rapping or anything. My fucking nose is atrocious. Um, what we're talking about? Bye. Right. So I don't want to go too inside a baseball if you don't want to give it to anything away. But what do you what do you look for in like a fucking banger of a tune or like a radio tune or something you can really get behind? This is not me looking for tips, by the way. I'm just just. I mean, I am. Um, are you asking me personally or from like a BBC introducing perspective? Uh, well, let's do both. Okay. Um, <laughs> I guess for me and, and for both as well, I guess, uh, it is back to that sort of like connection sort of thing. Um, so like my favourite song of 2020 was Zella's Sleep Real Bad, which is an undeniable banger anyway, but also just like there were parts of it that connected with me. Um, yeah. So it's kind of about like sexuality and all that sort of thing. Uh, so that kind of and also isn't too much on the nose of it. So it's like, right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so I think of, I think I feel like that's important. Is is not just coming out and saying like like having some artist subtle artistry about your song is not mm-hmm. and not just saying like coming out and out the gates and just saying what the song's about. Like I, I don't know, like hiding behind something metaphoric or something. Yeah, um, not that I should be giving advice. I'm not. I don't work for the BBC, <laughs> but you, it's, it's, go on. Well, you're you're as qualified as I am, if not more so, because you've actually made music and released it. And yeah, have, but who cares? Nobody you know, makes music apart from you. It's it's it's, it's all it's all subjective. Like that's true. And, and, and actually, that is part of it as well. So as much as uh, me and Nick have like so many years of experience between me, Nick having way more than I do. I've like been in the industry say like eight years. Nick has been in it for as long as I've been alive. I think. Yeah. Uh, so like, there's obviously like some experience, and obviously we like have earned our place and our job and whatnot. Uh-huh. It is still like to a point subjective. We like we can be wrong, and I certainly have been wrong. Um, so there is that to remember. But also, um, yeah. What was your original question? Because, <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you what do you look for in, a, in like a part of a song or mm. like a? Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the thing with introducing is a lot of people don't know this i guess but we do say it a lot is that it really is just about the music so when we like get the music and the uploader we see the artist name the song name and that's it uh-huh. so when we press play that's all we see we can then click on the profile and see like more about them or whatnot but it literally is about the song and i guess it's kind of about being authentic like you know uh not trying to manufacture a hit kind of thing sure. uh or even the other side trying to be like too cool yeah, uh, yeah, we, yeah. we we do hear that like yeah yeah sure it's 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 pretty it's pretty easy to see through to be honest yeah especially if you're like a like a younger band that are trying to like like if you like if a younger band are, are just starting out making the first couple of songs and then they think oh it's got a bbc radio and this is the kind of stuff that's working and it's completely not their style you can just mm. tell it sticks out like a sore thumb in it you can just tell it yeah and and that's the thing though as well is that like there are like we have i guess slightly different standards for different people at different levels so, uh-huh. like, if somebody has uploaded for the first time and it's 
good. It's obviously everything has to be good and has to be playable. Um, sure. But we will kind of maybe let them get away with a little bit too much influence and stuff like that because we want to encourage them to keep uploading and stuff like right, that. Right, yeah, yeah. Because sure. if, if we see potential, then that's good. But uh-huh. if somebody's uploading for like the hundredth time and they're still there, that's maybe when we'll be like, Right, we'll okay. It, we will play if it's good enough, but it's like we'll maybe not give them as much leeway, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, Lee, sure. Leeway point, you know. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, and I, I guess that's the that, that is what we look for in like music is just good music, is and it, there is no real cheat code kind of thing. Yeah, it's more kind of getting to that next level, which is where the things that we look for are, I guess. Uh, like what? So like what do you mean, like the next level? Um, so if we were going to put on the playlist that we do for Boosty Newcastle, which is a uh, new Northeast playlist, which I think it's currently six songs that get played on all the evening shows uh, in rotation. Uh, okay, Clive cool. Mind have been on it a couple of times. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, and I guess, it, again, that's so that's not necessarily, unless, like, that's, again, the music has to be good. Uh, but not necessarily for an artist who's uploading for the first time, unless it's that good. Yeah, yeah, uh, sure. It is more so for an artist who's ready for it and that sort of thing. And that's what it's all about. So, like, there is no point in an artist who have just made their first song and it's a demo and they've uploaded it recently getting forwarded to Radio 1 right, because yeah, they're not ready to capitalize on it. And they'll just be that song, that artist that could play on Radio 1 in four years ago, in four yeah. years' time. Yeah, sure. And it's like, yeah, that's not going to help you. It will be better if you get that play and then you can go on and build on it. Sure. Uh, so, I guess that's what we look for. We look for when people are ready. And that's not necessarily social media followers, even though that kind of helps to a degree, uh-huh. it's also like, it's more engagement. And yeah. uh, when gigs are a thing, are there people actually going to your gigs? Uh-huh. But it so also take, does... take what would you say? Like, would you rather play to 10,000 people who aren't listening or a thousand people that are mm-hmm. listening? Take the same. Would you, would you rather have a million followers and bought followers on Twitter or 10,000 followers who constantly engage with you? It's just... You know, yeah, mm-hmm. and it also helps like who else is covering you, and it works kind of both ways. So it's like if there's just your mate's blog that's covering you, then we're probably going to look at that and be like, it's because it's your mate. Yeah. Uh, yeah whereas yeah. if like Knock, Spotlight, um, Spark, even to an extent, uh-huh. uh, are like playing you, covering you, and whatnot, then that'll like give us like some credibility behind it as well, kind of thing. Sure. Um, so yeah, there's all that sort of things, but it does also kind of work against you as well in a way because there will be a level where... So there's often times when we do social media posts, like I did the one yesterday, the day before, before we did the tips announcement, predictions for who's going to be on the tips list. And there were some right. on there that were like, they're good, but they're not ready. And it's, right, like, it's, okay. about, and it's about knowing where, knowing when to shoot your shot. Uh-huh. Um, so like when we do these sorts of posts where it's like, oh, who do you think should be on this? And we know when people are sharing it and saying, oh, will you go and mention me on this? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, if it happens at the right time, then that can absolutely be amazing. Like that's what could we could like screenshot and show to like Radio 1 playlist team and be like, look, all these people in Newcastle yeah, are yeah, yeah. loving this band. Uh-huh. But if you do it too early, then we know that you're like just faking it a bit. Right. So it's kind of like, it's knowing when to do it. So like, uh, if you're a new band, then if it's like, oh, who should we be looking out for? Fair enough. Yeah. If you're a band that's been out for a year and we're kind of saying, oh, who should we get in for session? Fair enough. Uh-huh. If we're doing like festival forwards and whatnot, then are you a band that's like established? If not, then, and if we're not playing you regularly on Introducing, then we're probably not likely to get you on these sorts of things because it's just, yeah. Yeah. 
But so. it's just, again, it's just being patient, and you just gotta be patient with it, and wait, wait your time, and then your time will come, and then yeah. And there are exceptions to the rule, is the thing as well. So it's like there is no exact side to any of this. And the great thing about Nick is that I can never predict him. So when I'm listening through, like I don't listen to the uploader as much as Nick does, but when I do, I'll like hear something. Nick's definitely gonna pick up on this, and sometimes I'm like, nah. And then okay. there'll be times where I, like he'll be where I'll think, oh, that's not really something that Nick will enjoy, and then he loves it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's like very hard to predict. Um, so there are exceptions to the rule. Like there are artists. So like Zella, they came out with their second song with Sleep Real Bad. Uh-huh. Like so, they were like from then. I think we forward them for just about everything. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, yeah. That's not. Yeah, they, they've like, had a. Too. I mean, I don't really. I, I, I doubt they're going to listen to this, but I don't. I don't. I already follow them through other people talking about them and stuff, which says a lot. Says enough about them to begin with. But they, they had a good year last year. Yeah, like they are like the most exciting band, artist, whatever in the northeast as well. In, in the north, all right, like, nice one, and... Lee. Yeah, cheers, appreciate that. Nice one. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, right. Go on. Um, but yeah, like they they really are, and it's not like just me saying that. There is like there is a real genuine buzz about them from yeah. not just BBC, but from like amazing radio. Uh, I know like Shell, who I work with at BBC, but it does stuff elsewhere. Uh, and then like through blogs and stuff, and even when you like talk to people at like, gigs and stuff, when we're doing like social distance things, I was talking to people and they were like, "Oh, Zeller, like really good on them." Like, yeah, like yeah, and they should be further than they are. And hopefully, twenty twenty one is the time that they do. But they are like one of those who are like exceptional. Uh, so like they kind of all them things I've just said, they don't necessarily count for. And there right. are uh, there are more like um examples of that, just as are the most recent. Yeah. Well like, some people just have it and some people don't in it as well as well. <laughs> Yeah, but it's also some, I think with Zella, so like they have done stuff in the past. So they've also kind of like, I would say about management and whatnot, it's like learning from mistakes as well. Right, right, it's like right. knowing what to do with your next project or even release. Uh-huh. So it's like, yeah, uh, I think that's a big thing is like learning from mistakes. So, yeah. Which all comes from being patient. You got to learn to take your time. Yeah. Um, Timing is massive. Yeah. It is. It is. Um, like, I, I'm like the I'm like the EP guy. I'll, I'll fucking drop an EP out of nowhere. <clears throat> and uh, obviously I did all those ones in 2018. And then um, and then even at the start of lockdown, like the original lockdown, remember the OG lockdown almost a year yeah. ago? Mm-hmm. Drop, did like another one, which again, I kind of rushed in some way and, and got it out. But then over, since then, I mean, I, I, I stopped making stuff because it was like lockdown was getting to us and I was just making stuff for the sake of making stuff and there wasn't really anything in it. Mm. But since then, I, I've made... Got a got a batch of songs that I thought, oh yeah, I've got a nice little almost almost an album, but not like a concentrated album. It was you know, it's not mm. like a, a front to back body of work. And I was just going to put them all out, and I was like, no, oh, you know what it is? I'm going to fucking take me time with these ones actually. So I've got, I've got like stuff coming this year. Uh, actually, I, I've I've pretty much planned out all year what I'm going to do. Um, but I was going to, I was going to ask it. I was maybe just going to actually send you a song, the song I was going to release first because you know me. And chances are, there's a lot of this stuff that will have to be taken out for radio. <laughs> so, um, I'm about to send you it and see what you think. And if it's if it's not going to get played on radio, then that's fine. But I would like it to get because it's always a good thing to. But I'll I'll, I'll send you the song. That's fine. I have a question actually on that. Oh, sure. So you, you mentioned there um, that you had these EPs and you kind of put what was a twelve out in 2018, whatever it was. Yeah, one month. Yeah, and then you said that you just rushed the last one out as well, uh-huh. and then you kind of learned from your mistakes with this one a bit. Sure. 
um, because I seen that you were that you had uploaded it and then take it down and then didn't you? You literally went to that point where you'd uploaded it. For <laughs> well, funny enough, that that's that's a um, that was a different <laughs> different EP altogether. Yeah. Oh wow! I, I got a lot of music, man. I got a lot. Of, like, the, the, like so, th- so that one that I was talking about that I uploaded to take down uh, was stuff that I was working on. Like right before the lockdown, I was going to put a gig on. I was going to do a whole a whole thing. That was the EP that drive a car with your eyes closed was meant to be on. Hmm. Um, so I've got like two or three other, uh, three or four other songs that are on that. But now that I listen to them, I've had them so long that I've played them at live shows and stuff that I'm just like I'm not feeling them anymore. Hmm. And they don't feel like. They're not as good as the new stuff that I've got. So I, I was going to upload it and just be like, oh, here's some throwaway tracks. But then I was like, I don't want that to tarnish than what I've got coming next. Tarnish? Is tarnish the right way? I don't know if people think about it this much. <laughs> no, like, I don't think people think about it enough. <laughs> like, oh, well, okay. So like, my biggest thing is that like, there's not enough people. There's loads of talented artists in the Northeast. Sure. And in the, in the hip-hop scene especially, I think unfortunately not enough of them think about that sort of stuff enough right. in that because you if you put out like one rush release that is for the sake of it yeah then that is that will tarnish the next release because yeah it's like, yeah because yeah. that, that's like your reputation it's people's yeah. perception yeah guys. whether it's like known or not it's still like subject uh subconscious they yeah. don't think oh he's not really worth doing things for or supporting heavily because yeah just having a laugh yeah, so that, that's that's pretty much exactly what I thought. So I thought it's, it's not worth it. I'll just take it down. And if I want to play these songs at live shows when they come back, then I will. But if not, then I'd rather just move on. This next batch of songs I'm really, really quite proud of, and they're, they're made to a high standard. Like I was in the studio with Harbour Master mixing them, um, and I'm really proud of them. I'd rather do a re- I'd rather do a really the, a long term plan. Good job with these ones. And then rush to get some. It's almost been a year since I put anything out, and that was another thing that was playing on my mind as well. Is that I'm not consistent enough. But I think this year, hopefully, fingers crossed, if everything goes to plan, I will be because I've got everything planned out. So I want to do videos for everything. I don't want to give too much away either, but I want to do videos for everything. And I've got a couple of features in there that maybe these people don't expect me to. People pe- features with people that people might not expect me to do features with as well. Hmm. So that's another thing I'm quite excited about. That makes me really excited because for me, it's like there are so many examples of songs from the Northeast hip hop scene that should have been like big beyond the Northeast hip hop scene, but right. aren't because of that kind of marketing thing. And obviously, uh, <laughs> I was going to say dry, dry your eyes. <laughs> dry your eyes with your car closed. Uh, <laughs> dry, dry the car with your eyes closed is obviously one of them. Um, and obviously, like, I guess that was a kind of a different one in that it became a hit rather than it was like known it was going to become a hit, I guess. Right, yeah, yeah. I think, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, and then there's kind of like iconic spit where lyric is like not even on the BBC uploader. Like, how mad is that? Like, iconic didn't even try to get that played on radio. Like, that's, that's so iconic, though. It, it's it, so Northeast hip-hop scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, there is a lot of that. I think... I think uh, my uh, thinking behind all that comes from being in a band, maybe, where we where we really do go over the excruciating detail uh, with the release when we're in the bands. But there is a lot of people. I mean, it's, it 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 conflicts us sometimes because sometimes I am like, yeah, it's just music. Just put it on SoundCloud and put it out, or just 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 do a shit video on your on your iPhone and then put it out. It's fine. But then it's also like you've took 
you've took so much time making this song. Why wouldn't you want to make it the best release you possibly can? Get it in front of as many people as you can. So, so I guess that kind of links into what I was saying before about uh, shooting, when, knowing when to shoot your shot. Yeah, it's also knowing like what your shot is that you want to shoot. Yeah. So it's like if if you are happy just putting music out and you don't expect anything out of it, fair enough. Yeah. But if you want to get played on Richardson, get on Radio One. Uh, one extra play Glastonbury, play loads of gigs and whatnot. Yeah. Then just throwing a song out there is not going to get you there. It's yeah, the exactly. people who are really kind of planning and putting real effort into it. And don't get us wrong, that effort doesn't always get repaid. But yeah, the people sure. who do that are more likely to get repaid. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. I usually am. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're very right. Yeah. No, no. I, 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 off the top of my head, I can't think of many people who actually do this, but I have seen it before where people put us. Put us, they'll just post a picture on Facebook, got a song coming out next week, and it's like, and then when it gets like 300 streams, they're like, why is nobody streaming this? It's like, well, because you put it out two days ago and, and nobody gives a shit. I know, but that, that's the good side for me is that there's other people who will just, when it's released, put a link and that's it. Yeah. And yeah. we'll tag 99 people on Facebook and oh. that is it. And sometimes it works, but it could work more is the is the thing. Yeah. And people don't understand. But But also yeah. when you when you just when you just tag in a hundred people in the status, the song's only getting heard by those hundred people. Surely you want it to be heard by people in fucking Durham and Middlesbrough and Carlisle and like other people around the country, not just your mates. Yeah. Uh, I've I've dislike that a lot when people tag me in status. And anybody who is just using SoundCloud and not anything else. Yeah. Put in the bin. Yeah, I mean, that was my mistake with those EPs as well. I just put them all on SoundCloud and, uh, yeah, I should have put them straight. I have put them on Spotify since, but literally because there's so many of them uploaded at once, some of them only have like two streams. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not surprised. <laughs> You're not going to scroll all the way back through those and listen to them. They're really poorly recorded. But I learned from them. Same thing, you know, I learned from them. It's, it's, that's not a sustainable way to release music unless you're like a fucking huge artist. It's, yeah. to, to release an EP a month isn't a way that people are going to take notice of you. So I think the person who's doing a kind of the best, uh, Theoretically, in the northeast right now is Letty, who oh, already has her twenty twenty one releases all written. Right, and yeah, out. yeah. I kind so of like, took inspiration from her when I was planning out what I'm going to do. Sorry, I keep interrupting you, man. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> that's okay. Um, but yeah, like she, she has done amazingly. Unfortunately, so when I did an interview with her on my YouTube channel, check it out. Yeah. Um, she was saying that she's maybe not so much chasing like the accolades anymore or anything. She's just doing it for herself essentially, but she yeah, still wants yeah. to like have that kind of for herself as well, kind of doing the releases. Sure. But I think if there was somebody kind of new and really hungry for the kind of the success and all that sort of thing, using her kind of blueprint, yeah, like it could really like work for somebody. I think, and I think more people should be taking like influence from her on that yeah. front. Yeah, she's she's very consistent, Lady. Very, very consistent. The music's always to a really good quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what you're getting with her, and it's it's, it's what what date is it? Well, we're on the ninth of January. We're not even in it with double figures in January yet. Just figuring out all the a whole year. Yeah. So yeah. she's cool. She's killing it. Uh, what else we got? What else we got? What else we got? I mean, I'm I'm all out of questions, and I'm hungry. So I don't know if that means. If <laughs> No, but um, I mean, we've been out this a while. Is it? Is the uh, was there any any you you said you had a question? Was that was that the question? I can't remember what it was though. I think we essentially covered it. I think it was just about um those EPs that you put out in 2018 and kind uh-huh. of yeah what you're doing now kind of thing and yeah right. um and I guess 
sort of it might be nice whether you I don't know about you, but um the plan that you have, I don't know whether it's worth mentioning in like bits of it. Because well, no. <laughs> just because like i think so we spoke quite a bit in length there about kind of artist advice and that sort of thing uh and you are an artist that i did message when you put out that you were deleting that thing and weren't sure you're going to put it out and all sure, that. yeah i did say oh do you want to message us and it was essentially for that reason as oh we can maybe try and help you do some sort of plan sure yeah so like it might be nice for you to pay it back even though it didn't happen <laughs> right <laughs> yeah well well yeah just, but you I don't just... You don't I mean, have I, I, I just said why well, I didn't want that release to go on. It was it was a silly moment of, I'll, yeah, I was panicking basically because I hadn't put anything out in a while, and whatever it was silly. But um, I think the name of the game in twenty twenty one is uh, it's a content driven world, and especially if if we're all going, if there's no gigs, especially which is a big thing because I'm I'll over anything else I love performing live, and I think I'm best when i'm performing live that's why that's why i think anyways so if there's no there'll be no gigs going about it's a content game on social media in it and uh i think putting up a status with one link isn't going to cut it anymore i think you have to do actually i see you tweet about uh justin bieber has like seven videos or something for one song which mm-hmm. is to do with like numbers and streams and stuff also but um it's it's because bieber fans are so fucking batshit crazy <laughs> They'll watch seven videos of the same song, and then that song will get tapped into the head. And then, see, my thing though is that yes, Bieber fans are a bit uh, intense. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but surely they would watch that same one video as many times as they would watch seven if they're going to watch seven. So that's my thing is that it still doesn't make sense to me. But but would they not do seven times seven? Whether they not watch the behind the scenes seven times, and whether they not watch the original video seven times, and the lyric video. I guess, I guess, yeah. I think it's just but, a con- it's it's just it's just milking that one. So what 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 song was it that you released that you're talking about? Was it Yummy or was it something else? Oh no, he, he, did, uh, he did it for Yummy originally, but right. uh, so that was the one that had like I think that was the blueprint for what he's doing now. Right, yeah. The one that he's doing now is called is the one with Chance. Anyone? No, okay. It's a, his latest single, so he's released. Uh, holy key, not holy key. Is it called holy key? No, that's holy. It's just called holy. With it's chance. Called holy. Yeah, he's released a song that I proper love called Lonely with Benny Blanco. Oh, that's a good song. That's a good song. Mm. Yeah. He's done uh, Monster with Shawn Mendes, and now this is the new one that I can't remember. Uh, I don't want um, have one I, word titles. That's really annoying. Yeah, I'm actually like a big fan of what he does these days, which is why I know those things. I, yeah, yeah, I'm not hating on him. I quite like him. I quite like uh, that Purpose album. I thought it was really, really. It was a Purpose. I don't know him enough to know the album oh, names to be fair. Uh, showed myself up there, but <laughs> I, I, I do. I like I like some of his like more hip hop based songs than his like pop poppy pop songs. But I, I don't hate them anymore. <laughs> I used to yeah. when he was a teeny popper, but yeah, uh, which is why Lonely is so great because that's what the song is about, isn't it? So yeah. sure, yeah, yeah. The video is good as well, yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I just think it's like a content game. It's, it's just milking every song for as much as you can get out of it and squeezing squeezing the lemon, as they say, in the uh, Norway. But me, uh, I think I think that's all it is, uh, and I think that's what we're like. So when I release a song, I'm going to do a video, like a behind the scenes from the video shoot, probably a lyric video, maybe do like a live stream with it as well, just so I can push it. And I, I guess the end goal is. For people who would usually scroll past me on Instagram, 
to scroll pa- to scroll past me and just go, all right, fine, they'll fucking listen to the song. Like, Jesus Christ, I think that's the goal. Because <laughs> I believe in the songs. I think the songs are good enough. I think if you listen to the song, you'll go, actually, I do quite enjoy that. But it's getting people to listen to the songs in the first place. And that seems a bit of and- I think that the key is it is content, but it's the right content. So there's going yeah, to be too many people who will go out and do the same thing that Drake and Bieber and Rihanna do, and yeah. that's probably not going to work for a rapper from South Shields. Yeah, like that's, so, that's it, it, yeah. like, uh, but it's also again when we're talking earlier on about the songs have to be authentic. So does the content. Yeah, it's like like you have to like do what do what you actually enjoy doing, and that will like show and translate. And the people who will see that will then hopefully follow through there's always a percentage and ratio with it but yeah yeah absolutely true absolutely true uh just be be yourself in it yeah as as drake oh no drake some know yourself isn't it yeah somebody has a song called be yourself oh of course they do it's bound to be i feel like it's chance chance probably has something like that (laughs) did you like his last album no no but I've never been like the biggest fan of them anyway, yeah. to be fair. That colour book was good. It, it was good, but it wasn't like what people made out of me. Either. Oh, right. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nah, he's, he's, he's all right. He's all right. He's doing his thing. He's unique. You know what? He's you, you, he's got like a really, I think he's got a good voice, like a good rap voice. Yeah, he has that. He has that. I think if you mixed him with Kendrick, I might actually like it. But Ooh. That's an interesting. I hate, I, I hate Kendrick's rap voice. I think you were going to say I hate Kendrick then. I was about to just end the call I'll, right there and then. Do a little bit as well, but what breaking bad and Kendrick? Why would you say something so what's the word controversial? Wait, 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 wait. I'm not leaving on that. Why do you hate Kendrick Lamar? I think he is an incredible lyricist, and uh, thematically, his albums are great and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, get that out of the way. How how, how are you going to say that then? But like, that's, that's all a rapper is, isn't it? A great lyricist and then have great albums. No, if if he did that and somebody else rapped it, fair enough. I hate him as a rapper. Why? Why? I, I I hate his voice. I I can't get into his music because of his voice. That's part of the thing, though. He's got so many different voices. That's he's. They're all unlistenable, as far as I'm concerned. Jesus, Lee. Like there there are some songs, so like swimming pools. I've probably listened to enough times that like cool, I can get into it. But as an album, so like if I listen to every Kendrick song. For like one a day for a year or whatever, <laughs> I might I might then like it, right, but I can't okay. I cannot sit through more than a couple of songs from him because I find his voice so I don't want to say boring, but I think it's boring. Jesus, well, oh, oh. that's took the window up. <laughs> that has I saw that one coming. I didn't think anybody who really liked hip hop really hated Kendrick, but I think there's quite a lot of people. I've seen somebody else say it recently, and I was very emboldened by it. So yeah. Why am I only just hearing this now? Have you have you vocally been been vocal about this or not? I've been very vocal about this. Yeah. Oh dear. Do you like J Cole? Um, I think he has the opposite. Almost no, he doesn't have the opposite. I don't know, <laughs> I know I, what you mean. I, I don't know what his issue is. I don't. Yeah. Like, I like just about everything I hear from J Cole, but I don't think I like J Cole. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like, I, like Power Trip is one of my favorite songs of uh-huh. that kind of generation. I love like Middle Child to the KOD album. I really yeah. like Middle Child's uh, great. Middle Child's great. I've, I've seen him like I traveled to see him live in Manchester, right. but I still, whenever I saw him, like, what do you think about Jacob? Well, he's all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's weird. That's strange. And I, I understand what you mean completely. I'm not, yeah. in, I'm not invested in him really. 
If if he yeah. drops a, if he drops a new song, I'll probably listen to it. <clears throat> if he drops a new album, I'll probably listen to it. But then I'm like, all right, I get it. I'm not waiting for it. No. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, wait, right, okay, okay. Last question, last question, last question. Cool. So we know Jay Bun, Jay Bun, Joe Bun is your favorite rapper. Mm-hmm. Who would you say is the best rapper? Maybe he's not of all time. Maybe, maybe give us a top three. Uh, I think like it's it's fairly typical. To be fair, uh, I would go Jay, Nas, and Eminem, but right. that's obviously kind of changing. So I don't know. Um, right. But I think I'll push a T. Push a T would have to be in there. Actually. Ooh, wow! Instead of who? M. Yeah, and actually, I might even put Gets in there instead of Nas. <gasps> Are you waiting for the Gets album? I can't wait, me. I am waiting for anything that Gets does. Yeah. Gets is like my favorite UK MC ever, yeah. and in that top five, personal and best for me. I, yeah, I don't think you're far wrong with that. I think the amount of times I watched Microsoft Word during this lockdown is mm. just uh, probably twice a day. I think maybe it's even like. <laughs> Like the, everything about it is just like, ah, oh, he's so good. Yeah, fuck. Yes, that's that's an outside shot that as well because not a lot of people say it gets, but. And I do actually now that I think about it, I want to say Kanye, but not as a rapper necessarily, but as a yeah rap artist, yeah. I guess. Then yeah. an artist, yeah. I, I, you know, if him and Kim get divorced, I can finally get me shot in with Kanye. So I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just joking. I mean. <clears throat> Fair. <laughs> you do you. Ah, fuck. I'm fucking dying. I would not want to be married to Kanye West. No, yeah, you think you'd be too much. I'd like to go in the studio with him, though. But that's, I wouldn't like to, I wouldn't like to get married. Don't even think I don't even want to do that. I just want to enjoy him from afar. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, all right, man. I think I've taken far too much of your time and other people's time not listening to this. But sorry, I think I stressed that out far too much. But no, yeah. it was it was good, man. It was it was nice to talk about. Uh, Artistry stuff and power. <laughs> uh, where can where can the folks, the good folks, let's find you? Uh, at Lee Hawthorne underscore on Twitter and Instagram. Lee Hawthorne music on YouTube and Lee Hawthorne music on Spotify as well. I think I do a few Ooh. playlists which are oh, yeah, cool. Lead loves playlists. Shout out to the lead loves playlist. Yes, please. All right, thanks for doing this, man. No bother. Thank you for having us. Yeah, you're very well. See ya. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Robbie Savage can suck my balls, lick my dick, eat my arse.